Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. A Friday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Well, that was fun. Now I got you down around the... Uh... <laughs> pondering whether or not we're going to get a Brewers baseball sp- season, but uh, let's let's live in the moment here, and that is Packers football for sure. PackersNews.com. Eric Baranchek joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Eric, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Oh, Tim, I really am excited to be here today. I always like when you're when you're subbing in. Th- awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I you know uh, I want to start out uh, just with. Uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit and and the transformation in in my opinion of uh, a couple of factors in, in his growth here because he I mean the the season he's having Eric is just amazing to me but it's wisdom experience and maturity that I am hearing from a 37 year old that just stepped to the next level both on and off the field it appears to me whenever I hear him speak your thoughts really interesting that you say that because one of the things that you have to wait for for a quarterback um, is for the game to slow down because when you first come out of college you have uh, you know a certain level of of experience but you know the bullets fly a little bit faster in in the NFL than it does in the in the college world and it and the the degree of adjustments that are made site adjustments formation adjustments that are made on the fly are really, really high because you've got a lot of um, high IQ people on both sides of the ball. And not only do you have high IQ people, but you got high uh, athletic people too. So you really um, have to have, there's a, you know, you have to give that quarterback time to slow down. And then after they slow down, um, that's when they really are good. So you're looking at year three, four, right? And uh, then there's another level of the slowdown. Um, and then there's this level of slowdown that we're seeing right now where it's almost like the matrix. You know, you see him and I'm just, I'm just, he has a mastery of the offense now of what they're doing. And um, he has a comfort level of, um, 
from the offensive line and his protection. So he's able to to go through his progressions and go and do things. I'm just amazed. You don't see it on TV because it's really hard. You only see when you show the TV shot, all they show is the basically the line of scrimmage, right? Because they want everybody to see the quarterback. But if you watch him, he he gets guys open with his eyes, which is weird because you know most people it's hard. How do you do that? Well, he'll be looking left, so the whole defense, the safeties, and everything starts shifting that way, especially. I think he's looking left, especially if, if if Adams is on that side. So then you see safeties start floating that way, and all of a sudden he turns and fires it to the right. Um, one example is that touchdown to Equimania St. Brown. People can go back and uh, and a game, game rewind and watch that play happen and watch those safeties go right to the left, and he at the last second just turns and fires it to the right, and it's you know a touchdown by a no-name guy. So it's pretty – Pretty impressive uh, the way that uh, he can manipulate defenses with not only the words coming out of his mouth, but his eyes and, and the, the way that, you know, his pump fakes. It's, he definitely has a mastery of what the offense is, is doing at this point in time. There were some tenuous uh, circumstances. I guess maybe speculation might be the, the better word. When Lafleur was brought in, and whether or not they or that relationship was going to be better than than the McCarthy Rogers, at least late in in that tenure, um, it it appears that uh, that, that there is no there are no issues uh, with that relationship because uh, I I think part of that, and I'm just guessing, and you may know more on this, I'm guessing Lafleur opened his mind to consulting with Aaron Rodgers on, on the system and, and working with him to figure it out. And the communication obviously had to be there because we're seeing the results now. Yeah, I, you know, it's hard to say. You know, they're pretty tight-lipped about some of that stuff. But if you read between the lines, uh, it sounds like the relationship is very strong. And what you're seeing on the field is um, – uh, you know, just getting, you know, like last year was kind of getting into the offense. And now it's just a, like a, a, you know, it's almost like a wizard out there uh, with what they're doing. And and the other thing that you're seeing too is, you know, he's 37 years old. He can still run around a little bit, but he's not, the, he's not a runner. He's looking to throw the ball. He'll run when he needs to, to get a first down and keep a drive alive. But what I like is the fact that he is not holding the ball as long. And they got it into his head that, you know what, guess what, it's okay to hand the ball off 25 times a game. Nothing wrong with that. And instead of get, instead of holding the ball and getting clobbered, how about you hit your checkdowns? You know, do some of those things. Know where your checkdowns are. Know where the – and if there's a blitz coming, throw it to the, to the zone where they vacated. You know, there's, there's a, a lot of things that, that are happening right now that have not been really good. You know, like the, you know, the last couple of years of uh, McCarthy – you know, I used to just sit there and pull my hair out. I'm like, why is this guy not hitting to the hot zone? Why is he not hitting his checkoffs? Why is he just standing there and getting clobbered? Um, but I, you know, if he's going to make it to a play where he is, and you look at some of the older quarterbacks, Brady and Breeze, that, those are the things that they're doing, and they've just become more efficient. And the, the big things will open up, and you just be patient. You don't have to stand there and hold the ball and wait for them because they'll open up on their own if you're efficient um, right off the bat. Eric Baranchek, PackersNews.com, and I, I guess it comes down to this, and, and maybe there's some uh, teams and coaching staffs losing, losing some sleep over this question. And, and Eric, admittedly, it might be a stupid question, but how do you beat him then? 
I mean, that's really what what people are losing sleep over. How would you beat a dude like this? Well, first thing is you got to load up on the run on first down, and you, they got to do their best to to get them to long yardage situations. But you know, that's that's everybody's goal, right? So that's nothing new. But after watching enough football of, of this year and watching him versus last year and the year before, if you want to beat this guy, you got to beat him up early. You gotta you gotta take you gotta roll the dice and you gotta get him down on the ground and dirty up his jersey early in the game. And then he starts getting you know like any quarterback, they, you're gonna get a little bit of rabbit feet, right? So it's time to you know if you're gonna do it, you know you really gotta have have some brass cojones because if you if you're gonna do zero coverage and if you're gonna do um, uh, and, and blitz a guy to get him down, it's you know you're you're playing you're playing roulette a little bit you know because what's going to happen is if he, he's going to hit the hot zone or he's going to hit the dump off so it's kind of darn if you do and darn if you don't you know you gotta you gotta get him down on the ground but it's, the hard part is if you don't and that offensive line is playing pretty darn good if you don't get him down on the ground and you're blitzing guys he's going to tear you up so it's you know if you're going to beat him you got to beat him early. With early pressure, I mean, early, when I say early pressure, early in the game and get him beat mm-hmm. up early, that's the way to beat him. That, that's the only way they're going to beat him. I'm with you 110. percent I, I, it came to, to to my thought process uh, many years ago with Peyton Manning when he was just a general with the, with the Colts, and it's like, how do you beat this guy? And then all of a sudden, I, I thought, well, the only way to beat him is to hit him, and this it's really because he's going to get you anyway. I mean, he's going to yeah. beat you anyway. I mean, if you want to, you want a game plan against that dude, and you're going to have to do something a little bit different. That may occur down the line here. All pros announced, uh, Eric, uh, today. And any surprises for you, Alexander? I guess if you look at his game log, looks pretty impressive. Uh, Zadarius Smith. Both those two defensive players on the second team, first team, Lindsley along with Adams, Rogers, and Bakhtiari. No, I, I those are those are pretty good, you know. I you know I think that is there a, I don't know. I I think you can, you can make the case for Tunyon, you know. I mean his numbers that he's put up this year are pretty darn good, especially in the NFC. Uh, when you look at at tight ends, um, maybe Amos, but I mean no, I would say it's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good. Uh, I don't think anybody got really bloodied there on that. I agree. With no. Yeah, no, I, and and I would say the the other thing would be the impressive nature of how the old line uh, has functioned here this year because uh, with with a few moving parts in there, Lindsley's injury, and now obviously uh, uh, Bakhtiari, but boy, they've done one hell of a job. I mean, they've stepped up. Now I'm not sure it's an indicator. Certainly, I I love Jenkins moving forward. I I think he's going to be on that old line hopefully for the next ten years. I mean, maybe he'd be a Packer legend, but Boy, with the moving parts, maybe they're playing above what they normally are. I'm talking about, you know, uh, guys like Wagner and and Turner and these guys. But your thoughts on that offensive line? Because I don't think they get their due. No, and one of the the hard things that listen, offensive linemen they don't they don't just roll out of the womb and they're an offensive lineman. You know, running backs, D backs, wide receivers. Those guys are God gives them some gifts that most other people don't have offensive line and the gift they get from God is, is, is some, some their size, but it's all hard work. 
and those guys uh, and coaching. And the offensive, the old adage is, offensive linemen are made; they're not born. And those guys are, they're, you know, they put in their time. There's, it's obvious that the mental part of the game is really um, um, uh, driven hard home, and they they don't make stupid mistakes. You know, you don't, you, rarely do you see a guy running free in the backfield. I mean. Look at, like, Dean Lowry. How many times is he just going to beat a guy off the line and then come screaming in the background? Well, you, we've seen him this year in the backfield. Well, it isn't because he's, he, you know, he doesn't do it very often. He does it because the offensive line screws up. You don't see any of those screw-ups on their offensive line. You don't see any mistakes being made. And, and, and when you are coached at a high level and, you're, uh, you know, you have guys like Bakhtiari, you got guys like Lindsay, Lindsay and Turner that are expecting – you know these young guys to play at a high level, and are they a good example and a good role model? That's how, that's how it's done. Done. You know, offensive linemen. I don't care what anybody says. They are they are made and they're built. They're not born. And it's a lot about a lot of hard work. Um, not only just in the weight room and all that good stuff and at the dinner table. It's about the mental part of the game. And you see them not making mental mistakes, especially in the passing game. The other thing that I have noticed this year. Not a whole lot of other people notice their pad level is pretty good. Um, over in years past, that's been a bugaboo with, with some of their offensive lines. Is they've had really high pad levels, and this year, you see, um, the, I've noticed their pad level is better. Not only that, but they got athletes now. You know, Lindsley and Jenkins, um, and even a little bit with Turner. They're, when he's playing guard, they get to the second level, and they're not dominating run blockers. They're not road graders, you know, the 350-pound guys that just blow you away. I mean, those guys, they're not that. They're, they're more get out there, turn their backs, and, and, and make creases. And, um, I, you know, that offensive line is playing as good or better than anybody. I mean, yep. if they're not the best offensive line, they're in the very top end. And they are playing like it. There's no doubt. And again, maybe they're just going on a little adrenaline and some some good vibe and and just great systems. But it's been impressive. Uh, and I think uh, Eric, you've been in a fortunate situation just from a fan's perspective, and and certainly I have over the years of being closer to these guys um, than than you know one normally would get. Maybe an autograph session here or there. If you've never stood next to an offensive lineman, you need to make sure you get a chance to do that. These men are just mountains. I, you know, you can't tell that on a TV, Eric. I don't know if you recall the first time you were around like a, a couple of offensive linemen, but the first time I was, it was like, I, I cannot believe human beings are this large. It's, it's oh, crazy. Oh, that try shake their hand. It's kind of like a. It's, it's almost like, and I'm not so sure. I want you to shake my hand. You see this giant mitt coming at you. It's like, ooh, it's like a ball. catcher's mitt. It is. Yeah, they can just engulf your hand and crush every bone at any given second. You know, <laughs> I guess to tell you a quick story. I was a kid, and we were, they had a Packers used to have a youth camp, and I remember standing there looking at Robert Brown. And, you know, that guy was a – he was a – you probably don't remember him from the 80s. He was into the monster defensive end and uh, not a fat guy, but a, just a big man. I remember looking at him going, I'm, I'm like, how do I get big like you? And he's like, eat beef. <laughs> Lots of meat. <laughs> like, Lots cow. of meat. He's like, lift weights and eat beef. Man. Okay, sir. 
<laughs> well, well let's hook night. up and maybe have another conversation again next week as we uh, get more into uh, the actual matchup. But uh, Eric Baranchek, always a pleasure, man. It's, uh, it's a highlight uh, here on the show today. I appreciate the time, and let's do it again. All right, you guys enjoy your weekend and uh, try to get off the couch a little bit. It's going to be pretty hard with 18 hours of football cup staring down at us. But <laughs> no no doubt. Can, cannot wait. Thank you. There's Eric Baranchek, PackersNews.com on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.